Welcome back, everyone. It's the final interview of NRF 2024. This is OmniTalk Retail. I'm Ann Mazinga. And I'm Chris Walton. And we are coming to you live for the last time from the Vision booth, number 5420 uh, at NRF. And standing with us, we have Jonas Stillman, the Senior Director of OmniChannel for Office Depot. Jonas, welcome. Pleasure to, the to be show. here. Thank you. Um, how are you finding the show so far? Show's been fantastic. Yeah? A lot of folks uh, showed up this year, it looks like. It, uh, huge crowd. Big crowd. Yeah. Huge crowd, as there usually is, yeah. uh, but a lot of extra enthusiasm we've yeah. seen this year. Yes, excellent. Some different people here, too. Yeah. You know, I think that's the other thing, yeah. too. Some different people from New Walks of Life that don't usually go to NRF. That's been my big takeaway from Agreed. the show so far. Um, all right, so Omnitalk super fan here. So, yes. first of all, I want to applaud you and thank you. For all your support. I do my part. Years. I yes, do my you part. Do. You do. You very much do. And you're always ribbing me too and ribbing Ann and it's great and you, you <laughs> share your points of view which are awesome and we're always appreciated. So those watching, let us know when you disagree with us too, not just when you agree with it's us. It's constructive. It's, to us. it's yes, all constructive. Be constructive. So, so and I, as I teased, I joked about this on our last uh, live stream. Um, you have Army Channel in your title. I do. Which I, I love. I do. Personally, I love that. I take great pride in that. I know Ann does as well. So. Tell us about your background and your role and why you have that in your Yeah, life. great question. So I've been in retail 30 to 30 years. No way. No, 25 years. Okay, God. I was going to say, <laughs> my God, all right. I was a professional shopper when I was a teenager. That's possible. Uh, that's possible. Yeah, yeah. 25 years, actually. But uh, started my career at Target, um, late 90s, early 2000s and uh, came out of their management training program. And, okay. Uh, like a lot of us do in the industry, uh, Target actually has a pretty extensive management training program. So uh, went through that after school and kind of learned the ins and outs of high volume retail and uh, kind of was the school of hard knocks at Target back in the early 2000s. All I did was open up new stores. Back then we were opening up boxes everywhere we could. Oh yeah, God. Down it was, especially down in Florida, right? And, oh yeah, yeah. It, and that was where I was based, where I'm still based, but that's where I was based at the time. And I just opened up super targets everywhere we could. <laughs> and uh, you know, I did that for several years and then decided to make a change. And I moved actually over into the office supply business uh, around 2006 timeframe. And I actually started to work for Staples and that staples my primary competition, but that's that was my foray into the business. Okay. okay. Actually, did something similar for them. I opened new stores for them. For them. Opened, okay. opened new markets for Staples. They were looking for kind of that person with big box experience. Who, you know, for me, I was opening up 175,000 square foot Target stores. Mm -hmm. So opening up a 20,000 square foot Staples, no big deal. Yeah. That was easy for me. So right. um, they recruited. Child's play. It was child's play. Yeah, it was nothing. So. Uh, had a lot of fun. They recruited me over, um, opened up several stores in the South Florida market from like West Palm Beach South to Miami. And um, I was actually in the midst of um, uh, potentially relocating to uh, Staples headquarters around 2012 timeframe. I wanted to take a corporate job. And at the same time, I met my wife, future wife, yeah. who I told her, hey, I just want to let you know I might be interviewing for a job that might take me from Florida to Massachusetts. Oh, wow. And uh, she said, have a nice day. I'll see you. Uh, uh, did she really? She did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we were going to break up. And smart woman. She, yes. Very smart yeah, woman. She is. That was she the trade off. Yeah. I think she made the right choice. Yeah, I, yeah. I think so too. But she actually, uh, you know, we were, she had an idea. She calls yeah. me up one day and she's like, hey, listen, before you, before we break this off, you know, Office Depot's headquarters is in South Florida. Have you yeah. ever thought of working for them? Yeah. And I'm a company guy. So I, uh, was like, no, I can't do that to Staples. I don't want to do that. They were really good to me. But um, 
I, uh, I actually interviewed for a role and, um, and they uh, interviewed, uh, they uh, brought me on board. My first entry level role at corporate was as a program manager for point of sale. Okay. Really? So, yep. Wow. So you I got some battle scars. I, yes, I wrote requirements and SOPs for a good 18 months as kind of my leg in the door. And um, it's uh, been just a uh, succession of, of uh, scope growth yeah. over time. And I've been able to uh, capture more responsibilities uh, to what I do today. So back to your original question, um, as the senior director of Omnichannel Office Depot, I'm still in charge of all those store systems. I'm, I'm still in charge of point of sale. I can't get away from it after all these years. Uh, but um, point of sale, all of our handheld devices in the stores, everything the store associates need to do their jobs. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's one of my teams. The other team though is Omnichannel focused. So everything from checkout online all the way down to order fulfillment in our stores, mm -hmm. buy online, pick up in store, ship from store, same day delivery. We're focused in on the order management and the customer experience aspect of that. And anything else that goes in between how we communicate to the customers and how we leverage these programs to drive our business. So Those are my core focuses. Jonas, tell nice. me then a little bit, because you've been through all of these, the, the development of all of the systems that really set Office Depot up for Omnichannel, yep. what, what do you feel are like the critical components of a good Omnichannel retail experience right yeah. now? Yeah, great question. Uh, and that's easy, it's easy to answer, right? You know, it's enabling your front line with the tools they need to drive efficiency, uh, but probably most important is inventory accuracy. Okay. Everything we do with Omnichannel revolves around ensuring that systemically we know what's in our buildings. Yep. There's nothing worse than buying online and trying to pick up in the store and then you get that dreaded email. Yep. Sorry, your product's not available. Right. We have worked tirelessly over the last several years to do everything we can to drive inventory accuracy in our stores. And we've done that by investing in technology and enabling the stores with better processes right. as opposed to managing inventory on spreadsheets and pieces right. of paper. We have automated everything and we've made it easy to execute and it's fun yeah. and our store teams appreciate that so in turn they execute better. What investments are actually moving the needle? Because I think that's, you know, that's yep. something that's plaguing the entire industry and for the executives watching, I'm curious from your standpoint, from the chair atop which you sit, which investments are paying off? Investments in our workforce management, investments in our task management. Okay. Uh, we leverage Zebra's, Zebra's work cloud solution, which okay. is their legacy Reflexus solution. Okay. Uh, Zebra acquired the company a couple of years ago. We were already a customer of Reflexus and Zebra at the same time, but having them purchase those two components together, <laughs> coupled with our fleet of hardware that we also purchased from Zebra actually brought together a unified app experience for both our corporate associates and in the field. Those investments enabled us to provide more accountability to our teams, more visibility to what's happening inside the stores. But again, like I said before, that, those investments enabled us to actually run better right. and more efficiently and to guarantee stuff like buy online pickup and store in 20 minutes, which Office Depot guarantees a 20 minute pickup promise all over the United States where we operate. And if we don't meet the 20 minutes, we'll give you a $20 coupon for your next purchase, no questions wow. asked. That's, that's, that's really, that's, that's amazing because it's, I mean, we've been researching just 
you only get so many chances with the consumer. I think it yeah. drops like first time that something's out of stock, it doesn't work. Like exactly. the, it drops 15% and then I think 43% on the second time and you're basically losing them completely exactly. if, it, if it happens that third time. So it's critical. Really interesting how you guys are approaching that and how you're keeping them, keep making that promise to yep. them, I guess. So Jodis, one thing I've always wanted to ask you is, you know, the office supply business. I'm curious, like what, what challenges or complications does that bring to you in the job just by the nature of the business as you try to answer the omnichannel question? Yeah. Because I used to sell office supplies online at Target. Mm-hmm. I was in charge of that category. And there were some interesting dynamics to it. So I'm curious if you could touch on that for the audience. So the office supply business uh, to me is very sexy. Very sexy. It is. It may not I be, mean, paperclips. Got to get those ballpoint pens. Yeah. I mean, I can't. Oh, man. Listen, on top we. Toner. Of, Don't say toner. Right. Yes, it's a, I know. It's an erotic category. How, how do you think I got my wife? <laughs> it was a winner. Um, but to answer your question, and, and listen, we, it is a simple business. Uh, well, nothing simple, but the product assortment of office supplies has been core for the last 35 years. Yeah. You know, when the company started in 1986, we probably still sell a lot of the same products. Uh, we're doing a really good job of weaving in new products. But where some of the challenges lie is we're also a services-based business. We have copy and print centers in every single store. Copy and print business is a production business. Yes. No two jobs are the same. So we have to continuously work to challenge ourselves to improve quality and ensure from an omni-channel perspective, right, we're treating copy and print the same way we treat the rest of the building. You can do buy online, pick up and store and copy and print jobs. You can do Mm, copy and print delivery, right? So it's a different way to handle it operationally, Mm -hmm. but it has the same components to it. And it's the same um, uh, strategy that we apply across both services and product. We also have some product that is logistically hard to manipulate, like paper. Right. We sell a lot of paper. Right. (laughs) Even in 2024. Right. We sell a ton of paper. Right. Paper's heavy. There's a lot of logistics that go into that. We've done a lot of work on our supply chain and our core infrastructure to ensure that we can deliver that paper to you and it doesn't come all crinkled and wrapped up and broken once the, 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 the case of paper gets left at your front door. Um, all of that goes into ensuring a great customer experience. What are you excited about as we head into this year, Jonas? What's, what's on deck for Office Depot? Uh, I'm excited about a lot of stuff on my side as head of technology for the stores. Yeah. We've got some really exciting investments that we're going to be putting into the stores. Okay. Um, some what? of which I can share, some I know. of which I can't. Can what right, can I know. Yep. I'm tease, curious. Tease, tease. Yep. Um, I will share that we just completed our rollout of our expansion of our same-day delivery program with Uber. Okay. So Uber is now a partner of ours. We are already mm. partnering with uh, Shift and DoorDash. Okay. We have now bolted Uber onto the service, and what that's allowed us to do is actually hit more serv- serviceable zip codes in the United States, right? Because we're delivering from our retail locations. Right. And we want to expand our same-day delivery program as far and wide as we can from our stores. Uh, that partnership's been fantastic. The customers love it. We've gotten great NPS scores on our same-day delivery program. So keep your eye out for um, uh, improvements to the experience. Okay. I'll kind of wink it out. But, okay. Uh, and overall, a uh, bigger focus from Office Depot on how are we leveraging omnichannel order fulfillment 
to get product to the customer. Okay. All right. All right. Well, you heard it here first, folks. So, Jonas, thanks so much for being with us today. It was a pleasure. It was a pleasure. It's great to chat Big with fan. you. I Big know. Great, great to chat with you. Hopefully, yeah. we continue to chat online and through the course of the years as things evolve. So thanks so much, Jonas Stillman of Office Depot. That concludes our coverage from NRF 2024. Thank you to our sponsors, The Fusion Group, for yes. making this possible. Thanks for providing this awesome video studio to us. If you're still at the show, there's a few hours left, about three hours left, booth 5420 if you want to stop by and check it out. Yes. Lots and lots of great smart store technology on display at booth 5420. So on behalf of Ann, myself, as always, be careful out there. <laughs> <laughs>